0: Hey, it's Candy Raquel, founder of Centro de Poder. Welcome to the Sensual Sessions podcast, the place to be to sense your fire and share the flame. Today we have a very special guest. This is Sue Kreitz. She's a master Qigong instructor and master healer, and she's also a colleague of mine. She's an ecologist. So welcome, Sue. It's an honor to have you here.
1: Thank you for having me. It's lovely to be with you.
0: Yes, my pleasure. So I was exploring Sue's Instagram feed, and I found a great exercise and practice of connecting with the energy of emotions. And she said something about emotions, informing the path of, of energy and actions which was very controversial for me because i had the idea of this emotional gene energy as being like more chaotic and feminine and and like non-structured so i want to ask her to tell us more how how do those emotions um source like the the path for say the Yang energy
1: yeah sure so um in qigong if you're not familiar with qigong it's a it's a moving meditation essentially and it it was founded in ancient china and so it's over five thousand years old and it forms the basis for traditional chinese medicine so um, it's old, old, old wisdom um, that's been passed on. And there's thousands of different forms and um, different ways. And and so I just study and practice one form. It's called Spring Forest Qigong. Um, my teacher is Master Chen Yilin. But the idea is that we have this qi within us. This is our vital life force energy. And we all have it. Everything has it. And, and everything also has a qi field, which is like, it's sort of where the energy vibration is around our bodies, and everything has a chi field. But um, living things, you know, that the difference between us and, you know, objects like our desk, and is that we have um, this um, consciousness that actually directs the chi. So um, when we have an intention of something we want to do in our life. You know, It's really the chi that gives us the energy to go do it. Or if we have a cold or a paper cut, yeah. we don't really need to do much. We just, you know, for the cold, maybe we need to rest. And then the chi knows what to do to, to fix the cold and to fix the paper cut. But how does it know the difference between what ingredients are required to go help heal a cold versus the ingredients that are required to help heal a paper cut. So this is the intelligence of this chi. It's it's got this intelligence of it. And so when we have an intention, I, ah, you know, I want to feel better so I can, you know, do my work again or whatever it is, the the chi does the work for you. And so we don't even think about it. But it's different because the chi gets customized based on what it is that we're working on. So there's so much in our bodies. So the philosophy or the theory behind that is that, you know, we have we have these emotions that um, are based on our view of the world, say, and, and what maybe has happened to us in our lives that have um, given us the lens through which we view everything. And so some of it is is based on our experience and something might trigger a memory or um, a view in us that maybe isn't based on fact at all, but that's our emotions that we you know, are using to navigate with. So in Qigong, the idea is that for us to be well, ideally we would have our body well, our mind and emotions, you know, well and balanced and our our spiritual connection also well and balanced and, and everything all healed and flowing. So it's like a river, a beautiful river of, of sparkling water. That's just going, And then sometimes the river gets stuck from whatever, and then the energy doesn't flow smoothly. So what they found in this study, in in the study of Qigong, is that probably 80% of the challenges that we might be experiencing physically are caused by emotions. So that is the yin, the yin form. And so Qigong, the purpose of all Qigong is about balancing yin and yang. So, you know, we're always looking for balance. Like if we're in the computer all the time or talking to people all the time, we need quiet and peacefulness. Or if we're alone all the time and it's so quiet, no one's around, we need activity and action. And so we kind of intuitively already reach for for trying to bring balance into our lives of this yin and yang. So when our emotions are involved in, you know, who we are really, if we can create a bit of space to find some distance between us, who we are and our emotions, like how we feel, then we have a different perspective. And so if we, if we then invite in more positive emotions from this, so it's all the emotions are yin, but of course there's yin within yang and yang within yin too. But when we create space and invite in some positive emotions that then creates a vibration in our bodies, in our cells, and then it, it comes out into this chi field, this field around us. So then when we work on that, it's like we're, we are balancing the yin. So if we have more happiness and less anger and frustration, we tend to actually then notice more happiness and, and so a lot of that kind of like mag, magnet, like we draw more happiness to us when we're feeling happy. So what that's doing is that's actually affecting the chi field, which affects the physical form. So it's like our, our intention, which we call Yi or Yi, it guides the chi. So if I'm feeling happy, my body is going to notice there's a different vibration here than what I'm used to. And so all of a sudden, there's some chemicals that start like we get, you know, a physiological response, things become more alkaline. And then all of a sudden, you know, my tendons and ligaments can heal better, or, you know, my liver detoxifies my body better, or my, my headache, the energy can flow out of my head. And so it's amazing when we start to feel a little more optimistic, or our emotions are a little um, lighter and not so heavy by stress or worry or fear or anger, whatever, then the body actually starts to follow that. So we work in the yin to change the emotion. And then the physical form takes a little longer because it is physical, but then the body starts to follow and, and it matches that vibration that is created in the chi field from your Um, space that you created through moving in qigong say or seated practice and so in qigong when we're moving we so qigong means basically moving energy or moving our life force working with it so we move our arms in a way and we we focus on our breath in a way that actually is opening up these channels in our body for that river to flow more smoothly again And so we start to get that happening, but it's, it's more yin, like um, the chi flows through meridians, which are energy Mm -hmm. channels, which, um, you know, in the West, we've proven that they exist now, but in the East, they've known forever. But, but when that chi starts to flow smoothly, it just affects everything, the body, the mind, the spirit. And, you know, we start to open up our hearts and feel more connected to
0: who we truly are and to love. And to love. Wonderful. I like a lot this, this understanding of chi as a natural flow of, of energy and we are immersed in a chi field and we can affect or, well, blockages can affect how this flow runs in ourselves and also we affect our, our field. And then it's it like open the doors for similar, like, Frequency or etc. Say you're happy, then then you are more attuned to to happiness and and things. So it's like um, a practice of of being on a an upward loop or a happiness loop around. But um, we live like in a post pandemic crazy world. So I want to ask you, what is the most common Mm, blockage to this energy like what what emotion is the the one that you see your your clients deal with the the most and find more like struggle to overcome
1: yeah so so there's yeah and and you, you did bring up that there's there's different kinds of blockages and you know they can be not only emotions, they can be, you know, an accident that's happened, it can be a change of season or a medication or pollution, or there's all these things. But emotions are the most common. And so when we look at the emotions, the, the way that we approach it in, in Spring Forest Qigong is, is looking at the wisdom of the five element theory of Chinese medicine. So that theory is just really explaining the cycle of qi, of energy throughout the universe and, and throughout the seasons, so we have, you know, the, the elements are essentially wood, fire, earth, metal, and water. And so each one of those elements is connected to a certain organ system, and a certain color, and a certain emotion. And so, um, for example, and um, where I live now in the boreal forest in Alberta, Canada, it's spring, and the we're, we're coming into summer, But the season is spring, so the wood element is on duty right now. So, you know, as an ecologist, I love to kind of look at these elements and and understand that I'm made up of the very, like, we're all made up of these same elements within us. So when I see wood, that's growth, that's the color green, that's, um, you know, all the plants, the grass, the trees, everything that we see is is green is this part of this wood energy. And so the emotion that's connected to that that's challenging, that can cause blockages is anger and frustration. And then the organs are the liver and the gallbladder are the primary organs of the wood. And then um, secondary organs would include the tendons and ligaments and the eyes. So when we think about the meaning behind that, you know, the spring is the season we think of our ancestors, spring is the season of planning and planting. So we're, you know, what, what crops we want to harvest in the fall, what do we want to reap, we need to plan that now, so that we can get those seeds planted, so they can grow so we can survive the winter and, you know, have a good life and feed our families. And so it's the same today, like this is the energy of planning and planting. But what happens in the spring is um, it can be a volatile change. So there can be nice days and rainy days and here where I live, snowy days and windy days. And so commonly we feel anger and frustration at this time. And so this is the liver trying to detoxify and it's coming on duty now. So we can kind of feel like a little misaligned. And so anger can be something we feel or frustration. And it's not about the weather, it just comes up in our life, like, you know, my project or my husband or my dog or you just frustration energy is abound right now. So this is something we see as as a, you know, as a practitioner, I see these things more seasonally. So it's like a lot of people come with tendon or joint or or ligament issues, or anger or frustration in the spring and in the summer it would be more like anxiety or um you know the the heat type of thing that that might come with with extreme emotions and in the fall it's like the lungs so more people have um chest or or sinus or breathing or sadness or grief in the fall So there's this matching really. And so we work with, there's a Qigong movement for each one of those seasons that we can do. And there's an emotion for each one of those that's the positive emotion that can help change that vibration. So I see mostly, I see a lot of anxiety, but at this time of year, I see a lot of frustration and aches and pains. And so in any season, you could have any element come forward. So grief in the spring, that can be a thing. And then we work on the lung system or you know the metal element even in the springtime to help bring balance because it's the the metal is like the axe that chops the wood. So if we don't have the axe, the tree grows too big and out of control. So sometimes the sadness we might feel in the spring is actually the metal needs to be strengthened so it can control the wood properly.
0: So interesting. And so I can imagine that does the fire has to do also with burning the wood or I am in or templing the.
1: Yes. Yes. I am inventing. (laughs) Yes. (laughs) Nice. Yeah, so so if there's not enough wood, the fire can't grow, we need the wood for the fire to burn. So to have a healthy heart system to have a healthy, you know, a fun summer, we need to nurture the wood. So that's where, you know, we we really focus on, okay, I'm observing green, I'm observing wood, I'm, I'm doing the things I can do to support my liver system. And I'm bringing in like, so we can get chi from the universe through our breath through our skin and chi from food and so i bring in the chi from food that's going to support the liver at this season so it's a very holistic approach because if the body's not well if we're distracted by pain or suffering we can't move through the world and have this beautiful human experience well we are distracted by our challenges so the the practice the art of qigong is really to try and move our chi in such a way that there can be this beautiful harmony that this chi flows through the season. So the wood can support the fire. The fire then burns into ash and that then supports the earth. The earth then compresses deep down in and helps the metal form or the crystals in the center of the earth. And then with more compression, this generates minerals to nurture the water. And then the water then nurtures the wood so it can grow. So it's just like our life, we're born and we grow really fast and we're very active. And then we slow down and we go back into the earth again.
0: Wonderful, wonderful. It's all connected. So it makes me think that- It's all connected. we're, We're cyclical beings and like, there's no real separation. Like there's no separation of our own processes and the seasons, but still, uh, it's easy to. It's challenging to make transitions from one state to the other. Like, for example, when I was a teenager, I was a graffiti artist because I became super rebel, like out of nowhere, of being like the A plus uh, student, like flip. <laughs> and so, I want to ask you, like, uh, from the feminine perspective and this cyclical energy, like we women have very different stages in our lives and we have very different stages in the month and the moon and you know from progesterone to estrogen it's like a complete flip from like your own chemistry so uh what could you tell us about navigating like those changes in a in a better way
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's a beautiful question. And I do like like this idea, of we go through these seasons and cycles in our lives, especially women. And, um, you know, I'm older, I'm 55. And I have like young adult kids. And I found Qigong, when my kids were little. And, um, you know, I had um, bursitis in my hip that I, I couldn't get rid of. But I was a busy mom. And it was just a time where there wasn't a lot of extra time. And, um, you know, I was kind of just running around, I feel like all the time, like, but really working hard at being a mom. Um, but, but I found Qigong because I searched for help all over and and I came to this practice. And then even in that season of my life, as I started to do the practice, I just wanted relief for my hip. I didn't, I didn't know that I, I could feel better in other ways, like emotionally and spiritually, I was just busy. I didn't have time to think about that. And then when I started to do my practice, like I said before, it kind of creates this space. And then it seems like everything slowed down. And I was able to become much more present in in my life. And, And then all of a sudden, it didn't seem so rushed or busy or overwhelmed. So the pain went away, of course. But what I didn't realize was so peace came. And um, contentment came and more joy and more happiness. And so it helped me navigate a challenging season of, of my life because I, even if it was just 10 minutes a day, if I did my practice, I always had a better day, which means my kids had a better day too, which means my home had a better day and, you know, my partner and like, so it's like this spilling over because I'm, I'm taking a little time to get connected to myself and then i've gone through other seasons like my parents both had dementia and they both passed on and and um I, I found my practice met me there at at being there for my mom and being able to like let her go in peace and and to be able to help all my siblings because i had the space because i saw the bigger picture and i you know i'm not perfect i didn't i've got so much to learn, but. I'm so grateful to my practice to have that season of life and have so much come from that. Like I think for everybody and and myself and my family, and then another season where my kids have left home now, and now it's like my time is how I feel. So I'm in this, you know, the, the middle years and it's this beautiful time of growth and expansion and you know, I'm really focused on my business and myself. It's so fun, and so the practice is there to help me get inspired every day and to stay balanced. And so we can go through all these seasons. And, and I find even like um, when we think about time change, like a if we're changing time zones, and we can feel sort of like we're in another season, right? Another place. Our the practice of qigong then helps you. To balance with whatever season you're in so if you're going through a time change or even spring to summer or summer to fall when we practice qigong it's like we're staying balanced with the earth as the earth is rotating around the sun and how the earth is rotating on its axis that's disruptive but when we practice qigong we're bringing in this universal chi the chi from nature the sun and and we're we're integrating it within us so it's like we're we're just immersing in the energy of the universe which is helping us stay balanced with the changes that are happening so we're less likely to get sick we're less likely to experience upset um, or illness, you know, pain or, or whatever it might be. And, and I just feel like it gives us a broader perspective. So not such a narrow focus, um, you know, on, on what my problem is today, it's more like, Oh, wow, look at what's happening in the universe today. Like it's a beautiful day. And there's can be ups and downs within that day. But overall, you kind of have this, this sense of balance and a place to come home to. With your practice
0: yes love it immersing yourself with the universe and have this practice to be your home but but a dynamic home that sustains you and protects you as you go through the changes and you let your practice change i like that a lot to have a practice that changes with you and not like try to fit into a box of a practice or have a custom-made practice but then you change, and and you don't fit in that like suit of practice anymore, because it's about n- aligning with your no your nature with nature and, and like being in sync. Fantastic. So, would you share with us a qigong quick practice that we can do every day, maybe two minutes, whatever?
1: Yes, yes, I will. So um, yeah, so we'll do some qigong. And, and one thing I want to say is, you know, when you do qi, the, the beautiful thing about spring forest qigong is you can do it seated, or lying down or standing. So if it's not accessible to you, you know, if you're not well, or you have an injury, and you need to sit, you can you can still get many benefits from a seated or a lying down practice. So I love that it's very accessible to anyone. And we're just using our breath and our visualization. Um, and what's really happening is we're opening up our hearts. And so when we open up our hearts, we're, we're connecting to unconditional love. And that's really what's doing all the work for us. I, I believe it's it's just this, this force of love. So each time you practice, you open up more and more to love. But... But then, of course, it's self-love is, is what we are working with. So every time you're practicing Qigong, you're loving yourself. So so it's like this beautiful little gift that you give yourself. Of course, it helps others. But this little you know, two minutes that we'll do is really a gift to you and to your body, to your mind, to your spirit, to, to everything. So um, if you're able, we can stand up. Or if you need to be seated, you can be seated. But I'm going to stand up. And I'm just going to move my chair around my sleeping dog here. <laughs> yes. My dog is so full. She's always right, yes, right at my feet, my black lab, Bella. Okay, so just find a comfortable place to stand. And what we're going to do first is I'm just going to invite you just to check in. So I like to do this like as a pre kind of practice is just bend your knees a little and just feel your body in this moment. Just feel your breath. Just noticing your feet, your knees, your hips, your pelvis, your spine. How does your spine feel today? Your shoulders your fingers, your fingertips, your fingernails, connecting to your throat, your jaw, your eyes, your breath. And so we're not judging, we're just observing, just connecting and just making a note of maybe our mood, making a note of your mood. How are you feeling in this moment? And just noticing the space around your body right now. What does the space around you feel like in front of you and behind, above and below, beside you? Beautiful. And now we start with just some bouncing. So my feet are hip or shoulder width apart, and my knees are slightly bent. And I'm just using my knees as springs. And when you're bouncing, It's nice just, and you may not be able to bounce because I know you have an injury that you're recovering from. But for those of you that can bounce, the heels are flat on the floor and the bounce just comes from the knees. And so I want you just to feel things loosening as you bounce. So even pelvis and sacrum and, and the muscles along the spine, sometimes we just naturally hold them. If we can just let them go as we bounce. And this is kind of a childlike thing, Um, like we're being playful, like children, and we're not worried about what we look like, and we're just loosening up. And so if you can't bounce from your knees, yes, you can do just what you're doing, bouncing your arms a little bit and your shoulders, and then slowly bring your hands up above your head and continue to bounce. So your wrists are just flopping and the spring in the knees is what's controlling the bounce in the the flop in the wrists and so this is opening up the lungs and the sinuses the heart the shoulders detoxifying the body and now bring the hands down and we'll just twist from side to side it's kind of like the spine is getting lubricated Ah, this is my favorite this twisting letting my arms just kind of flop against my body. All right, beautiful. So now let's come back to center and your feet can be hip or shoulder width apart. Knees are slightly bent. And I'll just guide you through a little preparation before we move. So here we want our shoulders relaxed back and down away from the ears. And have your elbows bent and pull the arms away from the body so there's space. And your hands, your fingers are open, not stretched really tight, but there's some tension like you're holding a ball in each hand. So there's space between each finger and there's space between your arms and your body, your ears and your shoulders. And draw the chin in and down a little so the spine is very straight. And now we can breathe in and out of the nose. And we can just start to focus on the breath as we're breathing in and out of the nose. And the last little piece of this is to put a gentle smile on your face. So smile stands for start my internal love engine. So this little smile is actually being felt by every cell in your body, and it's allowing this vibration of these cells to to go higher. It's responding to your leadership of that beautiful smile. You have a universe inside you. At the same time, your smile is shining out into the universe. And so you have an energy center in behind your navel, about three inches behind your belly button. This is called your lower Dantian. And you have a light shining there, whether you see it or not, you have a beautiful light. This is the center of your vitality. This is like your elixir medicine cabinet. So as you breathe in, you can visualize that you're breathing in universal energy in the form of light coming in through your skin. Every pore is inhaling and this light comes into your cells into your skin, shoots through all your cells and collects with that light in your lower dantian, in behind the navel. When you exhale, you can exhale light from the lower dantian coming out, coming out of your skin, shooting off to the ends of the universe. So we're just bringing in this beautiful universal chi. And that light in our lower dantian is getting brighter as we breathe and smile. So now you're like a pine tree, so tall and straight, rooted into the earth, branches reaching up to the heavens above. Engaged posture. And now you can say in your mind, the password that brings us into our practice. As you focus on your lower Dantian, you can just say to yourself in your mind, I am in the universe. The universe is in my body. The universe and I combine together. Just take a moment to feel that you and the universe are one. You are the mountain. You are the stars. You are the fox, the birds, the river. And just feel that connection, that expansive feeling that you are the universe. And then we're just going to bring our hands up in front of that navel area. They're facing one another. And and it's kind of like you're holding a ball between your hands. And and just, just, you know, kind of bring them closer together and farther apart for a minute. Just to feel, you notice a little bit of tingling in the hands, or like there's like a, a little ball of, of energy here that's vibrating. And that's kind of fun. That's our chi. Our so we can play with that a little. But I'll show you the movement. It's called breathing of the universe. So, what we do is we inhale, and the arm, the elbows start to move out. And then the hands just kind of float on beyond those elbows, expanding the energy open. And then we just slowly guide them back in until they're facing one another again, but not touching. So we inhale, the hands come out, opening up. Exhale, the hands float back. It's like we're compressing. And if you're able, um, I know not everyone is able in this moment, but you can bend your knees when you inhale, opening up the hands, and then slowly straighten as you exhale. And it's just a gentle knee bend. But what I'd like you to focus on is the feeling in your hands. Just noticing how your hands feel as you inhale, opening up the space between them and exhale gently, bringing that space closer. beautiful inhaling and smiling and i'll just be quiet while you feel this for a couple of breaths And we'll do one more. And then just feel those hands. And then you can just bring your hands into your belly and they can just touch the navel, the belly button area, the lower Dantian. And you're just really merging that Chi with you, with your body and just focus on the lower Dantian. And you can take two gentle deep breaths. And then you can slowly um, open your eyes if they were closed and then just rub your hands together, palm to palm, getting a little bit of heat in between your hands. And then we'll massage the face in a heart shape. So the fingers go up the bridge of the nose, palms over the eyes. And then parting them as they come down along the jawline to the chin. We'll do that about three three times. And then just massage the ears from top to bottom. Maybe you notice your your ears are kind of puffy or warm. And then just drop your hands to your sides and and just do another little check-in. How do you feel now? And just again, starting with the feet, just observing how your feet feel, your knees, your hips your back, the lower, middle, upper back, your internal organs, your lungs, your breath, shoulders, your wrists, your fingers, your fingernails, your throat, your jaw, your eyes, your brain, the space around you. What does that feel like? Just observing around you. Beautiful. And just a little bow to you for practicing to get today with me. Thank you. And then, um, yeah, i just like to hear um, how you like that. So we can come back to seated.
0: How are you feeling? I am feeling like a happy pine tree with little drops of mist. <laughs> I am feeling very good. Oh, that's very yeah that's yeah. very special yeah like aligned and spacious like without tension and especially comfortable with happiness because yeah like things falling into place this is a great practice can Beautiful. we do it every day yeah
1: Yes. So every day is best. And it really only takes, you know, a little bit of time. But every time you connect to your body like that, you're creating that space for for more of that, you know, the challenging or afflictive emotions, which there's nothing wrong with them, we we need those for to live this beautiful life. But it's when we get overwhelmed by them or stuck in them, and they create a pattern. When we do our practice, we're opening up and inviting them to transform and then yes, there's more room for this happiness to come in that, that you experienced today. So yes, you can do it every day. Um, I have a five minute little practice on my website um, too, that I can share the link for, but yeah, I'm so happy that you liked it.
0: Yeah. I liked it very much. So please tell us where can we find that five minute practice? What's your website? Sure.
1: Yeah. So my, My website is Sucrites.ca. So it's C-R-I-T-E-S and we'll spell it. We'll have it in the, in the link, Mm -hmm. but, um, yeah, you go there and there's a, the five minute practices there. And I have a blog where I do a lot of writing on the five elements and the seasons and my own, um, life experiences. So there's lots to read there and, um, yes, you're, you're welcome to come and, and have a look over there. Thank you.
0: Yeah, we will. And are you on Instagram, Facebook? Like, how can they contact you? in Yes. The media?
1: Yeah, so Instagram, it's at Sue Kreitz Qigong. Um, so you can find me there. I'm on Facebook too. But Instagram is where I'm a little more active with videos and, and those sorts of things. So um, yeah, so come find me over there. And if you have any questions, just send me a message.
0: Yeah, go find Sue. This is amazing. I highly recommend it. Thank you so much, Sue. This has been a pleasure, really. Thank
1: you. My pleasure. Thank you. You're so lovely and I love your podcast. I really enjoy your sessions and it's been so fun connecting with
0: you. Thank you so much. And thank you to Essentialist for being here. And if you haven't subscribed already to the Essential emails, go to centraldepoder.com and subscribe to get the essential sessions delivered weekly to your inbox. And remember to take the time to sense your fire so you can share the flame.